It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerd? Nerd! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio and happily a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And on the show today, we take a pickup artist quiz and see just how horrible dating life is. It's also Movie Monday. We've got a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Monday, October 12th, 2020, and we've got a holiday to celebrate. Yep, yep. It's National Kick Butt Day. (laughs) National Kick Butt Day on October 12th is a day to take action. Is there a bad habit you wanted to kick in the butt? (laughs) Or a resolution you made but had trouble following through? Well, on National Kick Butt Day, you can change all of that. Seize the day and take a little step toward fulfilling your goals. National Kick Butt Day is celebrated all across the nation on the second Monday of October. Good thing it is because all of us have something that we have been putting off. So, let's get it done. I mean, I think it's better to get into that mindset of kicking a bad habit before the holidays kick in. Because if you get in that mindset first, especially if it's something like, uh, well, let's say just overeating. If it's overeating, if you give yourself the excuse, okay, well, I'll just make it to January 1st and then I'll resolute to eat better. You're going to not only eat the normal amount of terrible you eat in the holidays, but you're going to double down on all that because this is your like last hurrah, which it won't be. It's true. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard a more truer statement. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it's been a week, everybody. And uh, so when we recorded our shows for last week, they were, they were actually recorded before the weekend of, uh, of the launch of LTN Radio because we had so much to do on that weekend at the beginning of the week that we could not record them like r- normally when we would. And so our recording happened before LTN Con happened, which is when we actually announced the radio station. And we talked about it a little bit last Monday, but we talked about it with the thought of how it's going to be and not really how it went. Uh, LTNCon was an online uh, convention from, from Love Thy Nerd, and it really focused on, on the, the intersection between faith and the different fandoms, video games, comics, um, all kinds of stuff. <clears throat> and they had several uh, keynote speakers from different uh, like gaming ministries. Uh, there's even a uh, there was even a lady Cecilia Rose, who is the leader of a ministry at Saddleback Church that reaches out to a community known as the Otaku, which is basically the people that are hardcore into anime and cosplay and stuff like that. Saddleback Church, Rick Warren Church has a ministry like that. And she told the story about the first time Rick Warren actually noticed that they had that ministry and he freaked out. He said, 
I cannot believe we have a ministry reaching out to anime culture. And then told her that his favorite anime was Full Metal Alchemist. Which was surprising that he even has a a favorite anime. (laughs) No, Rick Warren is a total nerd. (laughs) But uh, anyway, it was, gosh, it was so well done. Uh, So my week, my update is really just about everything that's gone on since then. It's been our first full week as LTN Radio with all the new content, the new schedule, all the new people. I'm having to work with a whole bunch of people behind the scenes to get everything put together. And so far, we've had a successful first week, and I'm very excited about that. And now we're in our second week here, and even more stuff going on. Uh, so I don't have any big personal updates beyond that because I have been stuck up here at, <laughs> at the church working on this stuff pretty much nonstop. But... uh Gosh, I'm very, I'm very, I'm even more enthused to be a part of Love Thy Nerd having experienced LT and Con. They put it together so, so well. Like, the only other online convention I've done this year, at, I mean, ever at all, because they've all been online this year, <laughs> was a DC Comics Fan Expo. And it was just their own little online con. Even that, like, the website was flashier, sure. But the production value and the stuff that they put out, it wasn't as entertaining. It wasn't as captivating. Like, they had trailer releases and whatever, but when we're talking about, like, the panel discussions or the keynote speaks, speeches, I mean, no. LTN Con smashed it out of the park. It really did. So I'm super excited. They, they, they did so well that they think it's going to be a recurring thing. Even if they want to start doing an in-person one next year again, they still want to do some sort of online thing moving forward. They don't see how they can't. And they had hundreds of people sign up, and there was never fewer than, like, I think 80, 90 people watching. Usually it's much more than that, but never fewer than that watching on Twitch, even during the times when they had a screen up saying, hey, we'll be back in 10 minutes. People just sat there and looked because they didn't want to miss a thing. So Interesting. I'm very impressed. Very impressed, very excited. Not tooting my own horn because I really had very little to do with it. Uh, they did a phenomenal job. How was your week, Mo? <laughs> I feel like it was very, like nothing happened. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Right. Just kind of an uneventful week. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. You had the uh, VP debate. Did you watch the VP debate? No. You didn't watch it? No. Oh, see, that was that Mm-mm. was the return to normalcy. No. It was so much more civilized. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a, every time, Seriously? every week, wow. we start off with me never turning my phone off. Wow. See, it is something that in the early years, you trained us all. Make sure your phones are turned off. Yeah. Back phones, in the podcast Phones days. are on the silent, right, guys? <laughs> well, now mm-hmm. I never remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I really... I. I don't know. Sorry. I ain't got nothing just for you. <laughs> just just basked in the nothingness nothing. of this life. I Isn't that sad? <laughs> it, I mean, sometimes that's what you need, though, isn't it? More. Okay, here's the thing. So we've had more cases that come up this more week. More COVID, yeah. In, more COVID in cases area. come up in our area this week. Almost, almost every school has at least one case. Yeah. Um, and so, therefore, more parents are pulling their kids out of either cohort A or cohort B, which mm. is our in-person 
classes right, and, and moving them doing, to cohort C. Which is what you're doing. Uh-huh. Right? And yeah. so we originally started with 15 kids in two classes. That was our total was 15 between both classes. Yeah. We now have a total of 29 kids. Ooh. Almost double. Wow. Uh huh. I'm not looking forward to Monday or wow. Tuesday. I'm not looking forward to Tuesday. Yeah, you get a break. <laughs> yeah. That's tomorrow. You get a break. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not much you can do about it. No, I, not. I've noticed that every one of them has been like a one or two person thing, and that every press release I've seen said it was contained, it's not spreading. Keep sending your kids to school. Yeah. Well, but. and here's the thing. If I, our schools are doing a really great job, at least the school that I am at is doing a really great job of, um, oh, I can't even think of the word. I, 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 tracking, I guess. Oh, tracing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracing. Um, anyway, if whenever I go into another classroom. Contact which, tracing. Con- thank you. That's Contact tracing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I go into another classroom or into the lounge, have to go make copies, whatever, there's a sign-in sheet that I have to put my name on, my time in, time oh, out. Oh, gosh, yeah. So that that way, if anyone does, you know, test positive, they can go back to all those sheets and say, okay, well, at this time, they were both in this room. We have to then notify anyone who... Was in contact. So on Thursday of last week, um, we had seven teachers that were out. Not necessarily because seven teachers were positive, but because seven teachers were in contact with one of the people. Mm, Okay. That was positive. Yes. Is that just at your school? No, that's a district wide. Okay, district wide. Okay, Mm -hmm. I was about to say that's rough at one school having seven teachers out. How would you cover that? Okay. No, at that's our school. Easier. No. Yes, that was at our school that we had seven teachers. Oh, that's out. yeah, that's what I'm asking. Okay, wow. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I thought that you were saying, are you just doing that at just one oh, no, school? No, 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 no. no I know it's that's district wide. <laughs> so seven in one school. Mm-hmm. How did y'all even handle that? Mm, there was a lot of maneuvering, but thankfully, because our numbers are so small as yeah. far as students are concerned, you know, we have like, oh goodness six or you know be no more than 10 students a day yeah in a classroom and so they're able to then kind of divide and say okay three of you go to this room two of you go to this room this teacher you know but it was (sighs) it was a lot of maneuvering oh yep this whole thing is still just so ridiculous Mm -hmm. i mean i know there's nothing else we can do but i just yeah well and then mila was sent home on thursday because she had a tummy ache. <laughs> and to be fair, they say that with children, you know, our, our district isn't doing daily temperature checks on kids. And that was something that was like parents were really ticked off about right away. Why aren't you doing daily temperature checks? Well, because in children, a fever is not the first sign that they have COVID. It's actually right. digestional, yeah. you know, stomach issues and so the second that mila was like my stomach hurts go to the nurse and then the nurse had to wait 15 minutes and if her stomach pain didn't go away she had to go home and she had to go home mm-hmm. and if we we had to have her tested oh gosh mm-hmm. yep which she's fine thankfully <laughs> our family doctor does the rapid testing and so she's oh, okay. good. Oh, good um of course 
it's something that we've always known. She has, just like me, she has a lactose issue, mm. but she also has some other issues that we're, we now have to figure out what those things are, sugar <laughs> or gluten or something. Eek. So we'll see. Yep. Fun times. Yes. Yeah, I read in one of the things that they sent home prior to us starting this that even if your kid sneezes too much, they're going to send him home. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Eli has allergies in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like He sneezes a lot in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, get all those sneezes out before you get to school. Yeah. I ain't coming to get you. I was talking to a teacher friend (laughs) earlier today because she was saying that, um, you know, we all have to fill out, it's a COVID screener. Before 8 o'clock in the morning, we all have to fill out this COVID screener. And it asks, have you been in contact with someone who's tested positive in the last 14 days? Do you have any of these symptoms? And number one is a headache. If you check yes to any of these things, you have to go home. Right. You have to go home and you have to get tested or you have to quarantine for 14 days. It's your choice. They make it out like you either get tested and have a negative result or you quarantine for 14 days. It's your choice, whatever you want to do. No, that's not a choice. You're telling me I have to quarantine. I cannot stay home for 14 days and you know that. But anyway, she was like, you know good and well that every single teacher in our district lies about not having a headache we've all got a headache we live with headaches constant headache (laughs) this whole thing is a headache it is a headache 2020 is a headache yep no of course i don't have a headache (laughs) i am in prime physical i am the pinnacle of health (laughs) that is who i am and i shall be for the next nine to 12 months <laughs> until we have a vaccine. Exactly. Oh. Yep. I hate all this. Mm-hmm, me too. I just groan for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know we're supposed to be making you happy, <laughs> kicking <laughs> off your Monday, but you know what? It's, is, this, is today Columbus Day? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So it's Columbus Day. None of y'all are probably listening anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. As Technically, we, walk- we could have taken the day off, too. I just... As we walked in to record, I groaned, and Matt said, what's wrong? Nothing. That's just, (laughs) Just, I just groan now. Standard procedure. (laughs) 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 Any movement, any change in scenery. (laughs) 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 All right, well, we could probably keep griping for hours, but let's take a break here. When we come back, it's Movie Monday. Keep it right here for some sweet tunes on LTN Radio, and we'll be back in a few. Stick around. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways, and you might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or a phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. I'm here to help. Today's word is sus. Now, the game Among Us has become super popular lately, even with people who don't normally play co-op games of this nature. But even on your first game, you'll likely run into the term sus, followed by either the color or name of a character. For example, sus brown. When someone says this, they're saying that brown is susceptible, he's vulnerable, and being targeted unfairly by others in the group when there's no reason to think he's the imposter of the round. So when you see one person calling out someone else as sus, it's polite to protect and even fight for the susceptible person. Vote skip and keep that little guy in the game. And if that person survives until the next round, buddy up with them to protect them from the real imposter. Hope this helps. 
Come back next week for another nerdy definition. Backroom Morning Show here on LTN Radio. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Hit us. The number symbol isn't officially called hashtag or even pound. The technical name is Octothorpe. Octo means eight in reference to its eight points, but no one is entirely sure where Thorpe came from. Uh, movie trailers were originally played after the movie, hence the name trailer, because they trailed the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and credits used to be at the beginning. Uh-huh. The whole process used to be completely reversed. Yeah, my kids hate, like, 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is one of those. <laughs> How old is this anyway? Call me in five minutes when the movie starts. <laughs> right. <laughs> From 2006 to 2017, the U.S. government saved every tweet made. In 2018, they decided to only keep tweets on a very selective basis. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So many. (laughs) Yep. Theodore Roosevelt had a pet hyena named Bill. All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And lastly, the CIA headquarters has its own Starbucks, but they don't write names on their cups. And additionally, their store receipts simply read store number one instead of Starbucks. Weird. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. That's so strange. Keep it secret. The coffee orders have to be secret? Yeah. I guess. And the fact that it's from Starbucks has to be secret? I guess. (laughs) That's what the facts said. Weird. All right. Well, it is Movie Monday. Mo and I are both going to share with you a movie we recommend you seeing. And uh, we may fight about it. Who knows? Um, uh, Neither one of us know which movie we're going to recommend. Fact. (laughs) Jack. So you should probably consider this a blanket spoiler alert. Just in case. Spoiler. I will let you go first this week. Oh, okay. Well, but we covered last week the fact that I don't watch movies like Matt watches movies. So my... What is the word? (laughs) I can't think. I have no idea where you're going. It's definitely a Monday. My recommendation. Recommendation. There we go. (laughs) My recommendation is going to be very quick. Um, so for the entire month of October, my family, really, you're so rude. My family <laughs> watches scary movies, but we have a nine-year-old, my daughter, and so she doesn't really do actual scary at this mm, point. Mm. So we have to have those fun, like cutesy kid scary movies that we watch gotcha. with her as well. So I had thought that we had pretty much exhausted all of those movies and we were just going to go back through the old ones that we've all seen, except we found one with Eddie Murphy called Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Yeah. It was the first time I'd ever seen it and it's hilarious. I've never seen it. Oh my goodness. But I'm aware of it and I've always had that in the back of my like mental queue mm-hmm. of movies to watch. Like, yeah, actually you should watch that because it is based on the... the Disney ride. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's, that's the theme of it anyway. I mean. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Who else is in the movie? Is I don't know. Is there anybody else or is it just Eddie Murphy that you know, um, recognize? It's not anybody of, like, n- nobody super recognizable. Mm. Yeah, I do know that was, like, I one of the, the last. I think the daughter might be the Pratt girl. Do you remember? The Pratt girl? Yeah, from the 
That was a Disney show back in the day. Hold on, I'll look it up. Anyway, I do know that was like one of the last movies Eddie Murphy did before he kind of took a hiatus from everything, entertainment-wise. Really? Yeah. And then like he came back. The first thing he did coming back was the Saturday Night Live, I think it was 40th anniversary special where everybody in the audience was celebrities and cast members and stuff. And he got up to give his little uh, like five-minute long stand-up thing that was supposed to happen in the middle of this thing. And he freaked out. Really? And had to, had to like, just, he quit like a minute and a half in. You could just tell he was so uncomfortable being in front of people after having so long not done any kind of stand-up or, or acted in any way. That's interesting. It was interesting. a really weird thing. That was a good special. So his daughter in the movie looks familiar, but it's not who I thought it was. Um... Her name, oi, uh, Ari Davis. That sounds familiar. Is there a picture there? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't recognize her. Yeah. <laughs> and that was literally the only other person that looked semi-familiar. Everybody else's. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll take that recommendation at face value. I might. This might be the year. Hey, is it on Disney Plus? Um, I would assume it would be. It's on something. We yeah. watched it on. Okay, cool. I'm going to check it out. Maybe Amazon Prime. That might be what we watched it on. <laughs> All right. So my wife and I, uh, we, we were scouring Netflix to grab the last few things before our Netflix canceled, which mm-hmm. it has canceled now. Uh, we, I saw a recommendation for this, actually, but it didn't give you a lot of information about what it was. It was, it was a recommendation of time travel movies that you've never heard of. Okay. And one of them was Time Trap. And it was about this cave that had like a time dilation effect the further you went into it. Okay. Meaning that the further you went into the cave, the faster time went outside the cave. Okay? Okay. And so I threw this up to Deidre. I'm like, hey, uh, you want to just roll the dice and watch this movie? And she doesn't do that because if a movie is like too intense or too scary or thrilling or whatever, she can't sleep. She has nightmares. She's she couldn't like watch Psych even just for the off chance that every now and then there was a very intense scene where someone was getting killed, like that kind of stuff. She had to do comedies or kind of low bar science fiction like Star Trek, where there wasn't a whole lot of jump scares or anything like that in it. And so I was proud of her. She's like, okay, sure. Like she was gung ho. Like time travel. What could be? What could go wrong? Okay. So it's about this professor who is, well, initially it's about this professor who is uh, trying to locate something that's inside, that's known to be inside this cave. And they come to find out that it's really like seeking after the, the fantastical phantom of youth, fountain of youth, phantom of youth, fountain of youth. But he goes in and he starts walking into this cave and he sees like deep into the cave, a guy dressed like a cowboy standing there not moving he's hollering at the guy the guy won't move he goes out he goes further closer to the guy passes through this kind of wavy like pressure and he walks back out and like it's dark and so like several hours have passed Mm -hmm. at least and uh so this starts to freak him out but he goes deeper in and then we don't hear from him again 
And so it's like his students, a couple of his students are going to find him. And they bring along a little brother and all this. And it's all about, they just keep going deeper into the cave. They get separated. They get split up. And eventually they get to the point where they start seeing like light flickering above them through the cave wall. And eventually they start to realize that's a day passing. Every flicker is the sun going past. Hit the mic. <laughs> the sun going past. And it just, I don't want to give anything else away because it, it, every, every level of this gets weirder and weirder and more unexpected. But it also gets very freaky because they basically interpret what's going to happen throughout the future. And it's, whew, it's really neat. It's a really neat, well thought out movie. It's very low budget, low, low budget production. But they did a fantastic job of keeping you guessing what the heck was going to happen next, how they were going to get out of this, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so if your Netflix has yet to uh, expire, go check, it, check out Time Trap. I think it came out in 2018. It might have been 2016, but recently. Uh, very interesting movie. Hmm. Very good sci-fi movie. Interesting. Do you like those kind of things? No, time travel I really movies? don't. I'm, I'm all about like time themed movies really all about them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. love them it goes back to the future it started with back to the future that was my that was my first love i'm having an internal battle with whether or not i want to tell chris about this movie and whether or not we should watch it because i know that if i tell him about it then we're going to have to watch it because it's right up his alley that's yeah. the kind of thing that he likes but i don't really know that i want to watch it <laughs> <laughs> it's really good i bet you'd like it just for the 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 interesting factor of didn't expect that, didn't see that coming, that kind of thing. Um, and it's not, you know, I led that up with my wife being freaked out about things. It's not super scary. It's just there are some parts where it's intense. Yeah. Because you really don't understand what's happening and it takes a while for you to figure out what's going on. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she had nightmares. Great. And she's still mad about it. <laughs> She said, I'm never watching a movie that you just spring on me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was going to happen, and it happened. We were halfway into the movie, and the first one of these things happened. She says, I can't watch this movie right now. <laughs> I said, come on. It's like halfway done already. We'll have done this for nothing. <laughs> she goes, all right. And sure enough, <laughs> so she's not going to let me live it down. But uh, You're not going to be able to pick the next movie for a very, very long, long time. <laughs> All right, we are going to play a round of uh, Who Said It? Last week we did, and make sure you don't look over here, by the way, because mm -hmm. we got the answers over here. Okay. Last week we did Joel Osteen or Fortune Cookie, which is just kind of a tradition that we've done uh, on this show in every first episode of every iteration of it that we've done since the Back Robots podcast. Um, so today we're actually going to do something a bit different. We're going to be doing uh, quotes that could be said by one of two people. Okay. okay. I've got quotes from either President Donald Trump okay. or Joe Exotic from Tiger, Tiger King. King. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go into this, a reminder that Joe Exotic did once run for president and has a pretty infamous campaign video oh my goodness. long before Tiger King happened. So I will read the quote and Mo is going to guess who said it. Okay. And you can play along at home, everybody. All right. It's a good Columbus Day activity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
We say no to drugs because drugs make your teeth fall out and you get really ugly and don't have any friends. That was Joe. Joe Exotic, correct. Mm -hmm. People would vote for me. They just would. Why? Maybe because I'm so good looking. I'm going to need you to not sound like the person when you say it. I'm not. Yeah, you totally sounded like Trump. Oh, okay. Well, I don't, I've never even watched Joe, uh, Tiger King, so I have no idea what he sounds like. <laughs> yeah, you weren't sounding like Joe Exotic, but okay. he sounded like Trump. Sorry. Well, you got that right, too. Mm. They're investigating something that never happened. That's the quote? Yep. Trump or Joe Exotic? Based on what I know Trump? from this show, it sounds like it could be either. Yeah. Uh, correct. It's Trump. Hmm. I'm outspoken, good-looking, love to party, and have fun. Joe Exotic or Trump? That's Joe Exotic. Yep. Correct. <laughs> I did not watch Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> My fingers are long and beautiful, as it has been well documented. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh my gosh. Donald um, Trump or Joe Exotic? Trump. Correct. You're, uh, you're hitting them what? out the park. All right, two more. She's not a stupid woman. She makes everybody else do her dirty work. He's got his little cult, and I've got my little cult. Mm hmm. That was Joe yeah. talking about, oh man, <laughs> Carol. <laughs> and then the other guy I can't remember the other guy's name right now So you totally watched Tiger King is what you're No, saying. <laughs> I did not watch Tiger King But yes, that was Joe I've been on the cover of Hollywood Magazine twice I can hear either one of them saying it But I feel like Trump's been on the cover more than twice So I don't think I'm going Joe Correct Good job. Boom, you got them all. Shakalaka. You know why I got them all? Why? Because they're on the paper. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dang it. That's it. Nobody can trust Mo. Uh, but all the Joe ones, I really did know. You're the worst. How can I ever trust you again? Oh, my goodness. Whatever. <sighs> So disappointed in myself for letting that slide. <laughs> Dang it. Forgot to cut it off. Uh, well, you know what? No, but listen, they were good. No, forget they... it. <laughs> Show's canceled. Show's over. Enjoy the morning, everybody. Early ending, right here. She cheats. She cheats. Uh, I, that's not cheating. <laughs> you gave me the answers. That's not cheating. <laughs> And with that, let's take a break here. And when we come back, we will walk through a quiz on how to land a girlfriend and see just how awful it is. Take notes, gentlemen. Stick around. This will be worth it, I promise. <laughs> At Diversity Today, we believe it's very easy to be a hero. All you need are honesty, empathy, respect, and open-mindedness. Uh, excuse me? Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's not all it takes to be a hero. Oh, great. Well, what is a hero to you? A hero kills people. People that wish him harm. Okay. A hero is part human and part supernatural. A hero is born out of a childhood trauma or out of a disaster um, that must 
be avenged. Okay, um, you're thinking of a superhero. I don't think it's any secret that things are a little tense here in America right now. In fact, all over the world. But there's currently been this giant uprising in racial awareness and diversity being something that all of us have a keen eye on. Now, it's not my intention to get into all the different political aspects surrounding this debate, but one of the things that does seem to be clear is that whether we see it or not as a society, that there are strains of racism that are still weaving their way through our country and our world. And so when we think of heroes in the terms of fighting racism, oftentimes we think of this guy. Abraham Lincoln once said that if you're a racist, I will attack you with the North. And I think we would all agree that Abraham Lincoln is a hero, especially in this vein. The same goes for Martin Luther King Jr., for Rosa Parks, for anyone who decided to take a stand for the community that was in need, that was struggling. And in fact, there are men and women of all races who are taking a stand, saying that enough is enough and that we need to put an end to this now. Unfortunately, there are people in different parts of the country who are in disagreement on the best way to go about this. One thing is for certain, violence should never be our first option. Empathy should always be the name of the game. Now, empathy is not sympathy. Empathy is actually just learning to feel like the other person feels, trying to figure out how they got to be who they are and why they felt that way. You can even empathize with someone who you believe is racist. Now, that doesn't mean you're condoning how they believe but it is helping you put yourself in the mindset of how they got there, which in turn should help you minister to that person to try and turn their mind around. When we think about what a hero is defined by the Bible, we think about God's terms laid out in Romans 15, one and two. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. This first describes the different characteristics of heroism, helping those in need, buttressing the weaknesses of others with our strengths and vice versa, and contributing to the welfare of our neighbors. Building people up, not tearing them down, is where change occurs. Sure, not everybody's going to change, but those that do will begin to turn the tide. Simple, one-on-one, -on -one, personal, honest conversations. That's where it all starts. Because after all, we all have a hero in our heart. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on LTN Radio. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And if you can believe it, pickup artists are still a thing. If you don't know what that is, I'm proud of you. But a pickup artist is a man or woman who presents themselves as a teacher, wingman, coach, etc. to help you essentially trick someone into falling in love with you. That's right. And we found a quiz to help you determine if you are too much of a nice guy to land the girl. We're going to take this quiz from the perspective of a college-age guys share their answers and see if it's truly as horrible as we think it might be hmm. mo and i uh we we are both sharing a unique situation in that we both got married right out of high school so as adults or even college age kids we didn't really experience dating yeah life mm -hmm. and so that's nothing that we've had to do as adults we only had kind of like the sanitized teenage version which I don't know how sanitized that is today, but who knows? 
again, something we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're not involved with it yet. And your uh, your oldest is the only one so far. Yeah. To have a girlfriend. To have a real girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Cannon's had like seven, but you know that's not real. Right. Yeah, I had a lot too before Deidre. <laughs> a lot of quote unquote girlfriends uh-huh. that would just say, "Yeah, that's my boyfriend." Uh-huh. Okay. You want to sit next to each other at lunch? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, we're going to take this test. Let's see here. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to take it from the position of like a college age student. Like say our our dating life didn't work out. We didn't marry our spouses. And now we need to find a date. So here we are right outside of high school. We're going to take this test. Okay. You're sitting at a coffee shop with a girl you just met on Tinder. After a few minutes of talking, she looks at the hat you're wearing and says, I don't like when guys wear hats. I don't think it looks very good. What's the best way to respond? Say, I actually get a lot of compliments on this hat. Take off the hat and jokingly say, do I look hotter now? Say, I wasn't planning on seeing anyone important today. I just put on whatever I could find. Or casually shrug, then say, really? I guess I'm not very fashionable. Which one would you think? The first one. Actually, I get a lot of compliments on this mm-hmm. hat. Okay, next. <clears throat> You're talking to a girl at a party. Things are going well, and she seems really into you. But then another guy from the party walks over, and she starts flirting with him. How would you handle it? Quietly stand there looking at your phone until they finish their conversation. Interrupt them uh, and tell him, hey, we were talking. I'll let you know when we're done. Join in their conversation and fight to win her attention back by being more impressive or say, I'll let, I'll let you two be alone and then start to walk away. The last one. Last one? Mm-hmm. You're out on a date with a woman that you feel really att- attracted to. You can't tell if she likes you or not. What's the best way to find out? Ask her outright, am I your type? Kiss her. Put out one of your hands and see if she gives you hers or say, you really have the hots for me in a playful voice and see how she responds. None of these are the right answer. (laughs) Not a single one. Well, you have to choose one of these. What was the first one? Ask her outright, am I your type? Ask her. Go for it. (laughs) Don't kiss her. (laughs) Grief and putting your hand out just seems weird. You want a high five? I don't know. You want a tip? Low five? I'm so confused. You want some gum? I know. True. <laughs> All right. True or false? If you try to uh, sleep with a woman on the first date, she'll think you're a player and won't want to be your girlfriend. True. That's what I would say, too. I have a feeling we're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You're talking to a cute girl that you just met in line at Starbucks. She's funny and playful with you. You want to get her phone number. Which is the best way to do it? Ask her name and then later look her up on Facebook and send her a friend request. Ask her what her favorite restaurant is, then offer to take her there. Or hand her your phone and say, put your number in. I like the restaurant one. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been dating a woman for three weeks. Things are going very well, and you think you want her to be your girlfriend. What do you do? Ask her, where are we? And wait to see what she says. Tell her that you really like her and want to be exclusive. Send her flowers to her work so she knows you're serious about her. 
or nothing. It's only been three weeks. There's still a chance she turns out to be a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, listen, I'm saying that one. <laughs> I don't think it's right, but I'm totally saying that one. You never know. She could still be a psychopath. Have you watched you? <laughs> Have you seen her basement yet? Made sure there's no pile of dead bodies? Right? All right. You had a first date with a woman. It went well. At the end, you kissed her for a few minutes, and there was some chemistry in the air. Who kisses for minutes? <laughs> I got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> She had to get to bed because she had a meeting at 7 the next morning. How should you follow up with her? Send red roses to her work with a note saying, I had fun last night. You are a very special lady. <laughs> Call her the next morning early to make sure she's awake for her meeting and tell her you had a good time. And while you're on the phone, ask her out on another date. Wait until the next night. Then call her and say hi. Talk for a few minutes. Then hang up without asking her out again. Or wait three days, then call her. When she answers, say hi, talk for a few minutes, then ask her out on another date for the weekend at a nice restaurant. I'm so glad I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Calling up waking, uh, making sure she's awake seems... I think that's like... Weird. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> uh... Okay. I mean, I wouldn't mind, like, maybe the roses thing, but do I have to write, you're a very special lady? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the, There were two other options. Wait until the next night, then call her to say hi, talk, oh, yeah. but don't ask, don't her, ask out. her out. I, honestly, I'm liking the three-day one. The three-one. Wait three days, then call her. Even though I don't bit. feel like three days necessarily has to be the time limit, but, you know... Good grief. All right, next up. True or false, women are only attracted to jerks or bad boys, and that's the real reason why nice guys always finish last. True. <laughs> no, it's false. Well, why you hit true? You said true. Dodo brains. All right, let's see. Show the results. All right. It's, it's, ooh. We got a 16 out of 36. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the note for that is, you are probably king of the friend zone. <laughs> the bad news is, you're probably making a lot of mistakes that are scaring women away without realizing why. All right, let's look at the answers and see what the answer really is. So the first one was, you're talking to a girl at a party, things are going well, and she seems really into you. But then another no, guy... No, that was the second one. That was the second question. Okay, well, this is the first one they're giving me. So. Oh, okay. Another guy walk over and starts... It, it was, yeah, it was the second one, uh -huh. wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Starts flirting with him. How should you handle it? We picked... Uh, what did you pick? I said the last one. I'll let you two be alone? Yep. Okay. It's mm -hmm. uh, a big answer here. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Correct answer is D... You should have said, I'll let you two be alone, and then started to walk away like you're giving him to her, even though you knew she liked you more. You have to act like you're the prize. See, I don't Weird. like... This is all like... <laughs> it's so stupid. So this, is, so this is what it says. <clears throat> the problem when you walk away or start to argue is that she she immediately knows that she has you. And once a girl knows she has you, it's over. 
you'll never have her. This was obviously <laughs> written by a guy. Well, cool. of course, it is. Quit yeah. playing games with my heart. It says here, have you ever my seen a cat heart. play with a piece of string? My heart. The thing oh. is, you need to be the dancing string. Ugh. Weird. Okay. I'm over this. <laughs> True or false, if you try to sleep with a woman on the first date, she'll think you're a player and you'll ruin your chances of becoming her boyfriend. The answer apparently is false. If you don't make a move on the first date, while you might think <laughs> it makes you seem like a gentleman, she just thinks you are too scared or inexperienced, and you usually won't get a second chance. I mean, come on. I don't know why you picked this. <laughs> you are the one who picks the topics for I us understand. to talk about. And this I, I is, this was this a, is, this is a This is an outsider's look. Towards what tanning's like these days. This is what's happening. Don't you want to know this as your children are getting to the age of dating? Heck no. (laughs) No. Because this is not what dating is going to be like for my children. Okay, you're going to like this one. No. You might agree. I don't know. You're talking to a cute girl that you just met in line at Starbucks. She's funny and playful with you. You want to get her phone number. What's the best way to do it? Getting a woman's phone number is no big deal, and there's no reason to make it so. You don't have to offer to take her on a date. You don't have to bribe her by offering to take her to her favorite restaurant. Here's something else. All women have something called... This is always dangerous when a sentence starts with all All women. women. (laughs) Have something called make up my mind for me syndrome. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Never put her in a spot where she has to be the one to say yes or no to move things forward. She doesn't want that decision. Uh, who is this? <laughs> I, no, I don't I, want to give the name out. No, I'm, you better be giving the name out. Who is this? And what is his address? Uh, I think we'll have to get to the end for me to tell you that now. Um, <laughs> it says girls want the man who... Who is certain of his value. Girls want a leader. Someone who takes charge. So if you want a girl's number instead of asking a girl if you can have it, tell her to give it to you. <laughs> Hand her her phone and let her type, tell her to type it in. Wow. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. <clears throat> You're out on a date with a woman that you feel really attracted to you can't tell if she likes you or not what's the best way to find out this is the one that was all ask her out ride him out of your type kiss her put one of your hands out to see if she gives you yours or say you really have the hots for me he's gonna say or he's gonna say that last one you really have the hots for me (laughs) because you know make up her mind because she can't do it so just tell her that she really has the hots for you Ugh. well so this starts out terrible while answers B and C aren't bad. Really? B was kiss, kiss her. her. Kiss a stranger. Violate <laughs> her privacy. That is essentially assault. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it actually is not essentially assault. It, it is, is right? assault. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you kiss somebody, you are spitting on them. And if you spit on someone, that is... Especially right now. That is assault. COVID-19. Oh, boy. I'm hot on this Monday morning. (laughs) 
But anyway, the answer, D, is clearly the best. Joking with a woman this way (laughs) says all the right things and instantly lets her know that she's dealing with someone who gets it. Am I your type is a question you should never ask a woman because as soon as you do, you're not her type anymore. Asking a woman a question like this tells her you have zero confidence in yourself. Oh, gosh. Asking a woman a question tells her that you respect her opinion and you value her as another human being. (laughs) Coming off and saying, you have the hots for me, don't you? Makes you sound like an arrogant, Oh, there's not even a question in that. There's no don't you. It's a fact. You You really have the hots for me. Yeah. Okay. Even if I did have the hots for you, I'd be like, eh, no thanks. Finger guns. Nope. I don't need somebody telling me how I feel or what I think. Oh, gosh. I do that well enough on my own. (laughs) He definitely didn't need to tell me that I hate his article and his point of view. I don't think that's anywhere in there. And I made my mind up perfectly fine without him saying anything. (laughs) All right. Next up. You had a first date with a woman. It went well. You kissed for a few minutes. Chemistry in the air. Again, who kisses for minutes? (laughs) He is obviously not married. He's never been in a serious relationship for a day in his life. And I don't think that's what his plan is. (laughs) He's not moving in that direction. That's for sure. All right. So how should you follow up? Send her roses to work. Say, I had fun tonight. You had a very special lady. Go on the next morning. Make sure she's awake for a meeting. Say, you had a good time. Blah, blah, blah. Wake her up. Or no, wait. Call her up the next night. Say hi, but don't ask her out again. Or wait three days, then call her. Say you had a great time. Ask her to a nice restaurant. Show her you're seriously interested. It says, you know, it pains me every time I hear about a guy doing something along the lines of answers A and B, which was send her roses, send her roses or wake or her up. Call her the next morning. Yeah. Okay. Which is a gentleman thing to do. That would be like. Uh. <laughs> Uh, they are both great examples of how guys can stru- screw up a good thing by coming on too strong. Your last answer said kissing someone out of nowhere was a good idea. That's not coming on too strong? <laughs> People are attracted to what they can't have. And this is especially true when it comes to uh, attractive women. By bulldozing her the next day with roses or even a phone call and a date request, in her mind, she's got you. We've been over that. Women want to chase the string like a cat. I'm over. I'm seriously, I think I've said it like seven times at this point. I'm We're over. We're too deep. It. We're too deep in. We can't just quit now. The answer is call her up the next night, say hi, talk for a few minutes, and hang up without asking what? her out again. <laughs> Doing this will build massive curiosity in a woman. On one hand, she'll think that you're interested because you called. On the other hand, she'll wonder if you really are interested because you didn't ask her out. And she'll keep on wondering until she talks to you again. Okay, so listen. (laughs) Uh, mm, mm, mm. This is all going on the premise that there's only one dude in my life, right? As a woman, this is all going on the premise that I am only dating this one guy. So when he's not calling me, I'm sitting at home pining over him wondering, what what was that conversation about? Does he like me? I don't understand. No, homeboy. Here's what happened. You called me. You talked for a few minutes. Didn't ask me out. You are now friends because I assume, well, I guess he doesn't like me. He doesn't want anything serious. I ain't got time for that. I'm going to call up one of the other guys that I had just went on a date with earlier in the week who actually cared enough to send me roses. (laughs) Peace out. 
Brussels sprout. All right, so this answer seems like it is a little better, but then it seems like it gets worse. Great. So true or false, you have to be a jerk uh, or act fake to get a woman. Uh, the answer is false. Chances are you're already acting phony or fake around women, telling them white lies or saying things to impress them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> of course, that's what the guy does. <laughs> Not saying it's right, but every guy does it. You agree with her even when you disagree. You laugh at her jokes that aren't funny. You kiss her butt. You say and do things secretly hoping that it will make her want to date you more. That's funny. That That's phony. That's fake. And worst of all, it does not work. Why doesn't being nice work? Because a woman associates you being nice as you trying too hard and that try hard behavior she associates with a low status man. So again, while it's saying that you don't have to be a jerk, you can't be nice. <laughs> a woman's always noticing subtle behaviors in you. Mm. <laughs> yes, a woman is always noticing subtle behaviors. The, okay, the type of woman that you want to attract is a woman that you want to eventually marry. That. That Agreed. is the standard by which I choose to live by, okay? <laughs> if I, if something drastic were to happen in my life and I were to go back into the dating scene, I am not going to date for fun. I'm going to date to find a mate. <laughs> and if I choose somebody who plays games and is immature and thinks that I can't make up my mind and wants to compare me to a cat who wants to play with a string all the time... We ain't going to be mates. Sorry. <laughs> this guy's name is Bobby Rio. Oh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. I'm not telling you to dox him, but I bet Mo might. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that R-E-O? Rio? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bobby Rio. So I'm overall, what you're, saying is, what you're saying is you wouldn't go out with that guy. No. <laughs> no. Heck No. I'm, and I genuinely am truly curious how many dates this Bobby dude gets on a regular basis. I am, I really am. You see, that is, that's exactly, I mean, that's a good question to ask because I really see this as a scam. This is a situation where there are a lot of desperate nice guys out there who just can't seem to find a date that are going to stumble across this, hear everything that they've been doing or close to it being said, oh, that was the exact opposite thing you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And they're going to pay money for his material mm -hmm. on how to, because the very next page in this quiz was, all right, buy our seminar or whatever. Of course it was, <laughs> Bobby Rio. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have to have gone on any dates <laughs> in order to scam people with this. But then again, we say all that. But do we really know that's not how things are, are working right now in the dating world? So here's the thing. Age? I do think that there is a probably a large portion of women yeah. who would date that guy. There are a large portion of women who, yes, probably meet all the criteria by which he just presented in his very, very stupid <laughs> article. <laughs> um, but... As a man, I feel like you would have to ask yourself, do I want, is that the type of woman that I want to attract? Is that the type of woman right, that I, right, right, you right. know what I mean? Especially if maybe you are considering getting married. I feel like 
that kind of attitude in either one of them or both is kind of what's going to guarantee they're going to get divorced in two to five years. Because neither of them are going into this with the idea of wanting to be honest about themselves Mm -hmm. and honestly pursue the other person. Yeah. It's about how can I make myself look better for you, trick you into dating me, maybe even trick you into marrying me before you find out who I really am. Mm -hmm. And then you're disappointed in who I turned out to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely horrific and uh honestly the only reason we've done this today is because i knew it would upset you and i really wanted to see your reaction and frankly days like today frankly you deserved it for cheating on the quiz (laughs) again (laughs) it was not cheating you gave me the answers gave them to me that's not cheating good grief Oh, and there you have it. Let's take one final break for today. And when we come back, do you consider yourself a nerd? Oh, I didn't change that either. I'm the worst person. (laughs) This Columbus Day is just a bust. This show is the worst. Columbus (laughs) bust. Thanks a lot, Christopher Columbus. You had to discover America. Now we're here. But he didn't. If you didn't discover America, we wouldn't be here today. But he didn't. So thanks a lot. It's your fault in the end. Stick around. (laughs) (laughs) What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at ltnonair.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from ltnonair.com or download the live 365 app and favorite LTN radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, and things are winding down for the day. Thank the Lord. But first, (laughs) we took to Twitter and asked our listeners, Christmas stuff has been showing up in Walmarts and Targets as early as three weeks ago. How do you feel about it in 2020? (laughs) I feel, the reason I ask this question is I feel like maybe more people would be open to it. Yeah. I so okay. We've had this discussion many a times, all over our our different throughout the years. Yes. Yes. Um, and my mom has always been very stern in her belief that you do not put up Christmas before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You just don't. End of discussion. And, and you have been for many the most years. Part. Yeah. I was the same. Now last year, last if year you, you recall, caved, yeah. I put up my Christmas tree. We were traveling for Thanksgiving, and I didn't want to come home. And right. You want to come home and have it ready? Yes. But you still did it long before you actually started traveling, didn't you? Um, it was at least a week, right? It was. Yeah, it was about a week. Like you lived we with left. the tree for a little while. Yeah, but you have to remember, I have a stupid amount of Christmas That's decorations. True. Yeah, you do. So <laughs> it took about a week to get it That's all true. up. <laughs> um, but my mom posted the other day 
on her Facebook, go ahead, put the Christmas tree up. What's it going to hurt? And Aww. I was like, what? Mind blown. My sister commented underneath it, really? Are you being serious? <laughs> Who are the women in this family? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, let's see what you guys thought. Uh, we took to Twitter. We had several votes here. Uh, what do you think the most answer was out of these four answers? What? How do you feel about it? Uh, Christmas stuff showing up in Walmarts as early as three weeks ago. Annoying like every year. <laughs> Never too early any year. Yes, 2020 is almost over. Or holy crap, it's mid-October. As in, time's moving too mm-hmm. fast. What do you think was the top answer? Mm. At 47.3%. Holy crap, it's mid-October. <laughs> no, annoying. Really? Like, every year was the top answer. Seriously? Yeah, That's because people are in sad. such a bitter mood. Everybody, but, I mean, I would, I would think that would be why you would want Christmas early. No, it's because people are grumpy. Because <laughs> I'm grumpy all the time. But two weeks ago... I saw Christmas stuff at Walmart, and I just stopped and I stared at it for a little while and Aww. smiled. <laughs> <laughs> like, this makes me feel good. No, it's because there's too many Grinches in the world these days. Yeah. Uh, the lowest one was never too early in a year, 12.7. See, now that one I, I can agree with. Uh, the other, the other two answers, yes, 2020 is almost over and holy crap, it's mid-October. We're both 20%. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt like there would be a lot of people who are in the mindset of Christmas stuff coming out is just a harbinger for 2020 almost being over. Let's mm-hmm. just celebrate that. Bring on to Christmas. Mm-hmm. But no, still people are Grinches. People are Too Grinches. Too many Grinches out here. About- Grinches be Grinching. You know, um, July 1st is when Hobby Lobby puts out their Christmas stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I and guess somebody's was, always baffled by it. Every It's like literally every year they do this. Yeah. Why are you posting it? On I Facebook? know every know. year on July 1st, <laughs> every year I made that realization. I think like four years ago when I went in just before my birthday, my birthday's July 14th. And yeah. so I went in a couple weeks before and I was like, what? <laughs> it's July 1st. It, I haven't even had my birthday yet. And I took Christmas a nap this afternoon. How yeah. long was it? <laughs> How long did I sleep? <laughs> um, but in early August, I was walking through Hobby Lobby and ran into our friend Samantha. And so she and I just walked through Hobby Lobby together and kind of shopped together. And I grabbed a couple Christmas ornaments. And she was like, really? Already? And I was like, <laughs> well, but here's the thing. If I don't get it now. What if they're not here by exactly, then? Exactly. Especially in our little town. <laughs> they run out pretty quick or they all get broken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that happens more often than not. Uh-huh. All right. Well, let's end <laughs> with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Luke 17, 3b and 4. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. That is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, please visit 
visit lovethynerd.com slash give and choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. And don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that gives LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no cost to you. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all your other podcast places. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review, something along the lines of... It's fine. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. And remember, if nobody else tells you, Jesus loves you, nerd.